and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times with me, Peter Morden. I'm Senior Pastor, Team Leader at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Leeds. Today our reading is Galatians chapter 5 verses 13 to 26 and I have entitled this reflection Life by the Spirit. We pray together. Lord, as we continue to reflect on the shape of the gospel-driven life, we come to you, Father God, and ask for your help. We praise you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God, that you reveal yourself to us and you reveal your gospel to us and call us to faith and obedience. Strengthen our faith today and increase our obedience in the power of the Holy Spirit that we might glorify you and live lives that are truly free, full of light and love, full of gospel, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Galatians 5 chapter, sorry, Galatians 5 verse 13 and through to the end of the chapter. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbour as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, live by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, Jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions and envy, drunkenness, orgies and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Well, life by the Spirit, what a glorious life it is. 
And this is the third way of living of which I spoke yesterday. Not going back to licentious behaviour, not going back to formal religious observance, but rather living by the Spirit. Tim Keller, blessed be his name, says this, we can lose our freedom or we can abuse our freedom. Rather, our call is to stand firm, as it says in verse 1 of chapter 5, and live by the Spirit. And here in our verses, we see the shape of that life by the Spirit. And we see that it is a gospel shape. It involves, first of all, saying no to self. Look at the list in verses 19 to 21. How is God challenging us? How is God challenging you? We say no to self. We have come to Christ. We have trusted in his death on the cross. And therefore, these old things, these old ways of living, these hurtful, destructive things, they have been crucified with Christ. Our old self has gone. Leave these things behind. Die to the old. And as we do this, we say yes to Jesus. We say yes to the fruit of the Spirit. Over the next few days, we are going to look in a little bit more detail about what this life might look like, what saying no to self might look like, and what saying yes to the Spirit might look like. But see that fruit of the Spirit is singular. We are not to produce fruits of the Spirit on our own as if that were possible. Rather, there is one Spirit and one fruit that grows within us by the power of the Holy Spirit. Perhaps we would be better to say we are called to show forth the different segments of the fruit in our lives. The Spirit strengthens us to do this. The Spirit strengthens us so that fruit grows within us. We cannot do this on our own. And the gospel motivates us. It saps the power of sin. It saps the power of the old way. We no longer need to live for other people's approval, for we have God's approval. The gospel tells us this. And so the power of sin is broken and we can live to God. We can go on. We no longer need to have money as our God. We have God as our God. What could be better than that? Again, the power of sin is broken by the gospel and we have a new power, the power of the Holy Spirit, that we might live to him. And so yesterday, we saw the encouragement to live by the Spirit, not to go back to any old way. And here we see the shape of Holy Spirit living, getting rid of the things that bedeviled us in the past. Those things are gone. 
and living the new spirit-filled life, the, the life that is filled with light and love and peace and joy and glorious gospel fruit, living this way of life, out with the old and in with the new. The old is crucified with Christ, nailed to the cross, and the new can be lived in the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. Christ has died, Christ is risen. This is the shape of our salvation, and it's the shape of our gospel living too. We come to God in prayer and we reflect on these verses and tomorrow and the day after we're just going to pause and look at the acts of the sinful nature and look at the fruit of the Spirit, picking out one of each as an example. But today you might just like to reread these verses and see how God is challenging you. Is there something that actually belongs to the old way of life that God is calling you to put off, to leave behind? Perhaps you're troubled by occasional fits of rage. Perhaps you're envious of others. Perhaps you are given to drunkenness or sexual immorality. Whatever it may be, if God is challenging you, then make a commitment to leave those things behind and of course, once those things have gone, there is a vacuum, and vacuums are dangerous. And rather than just living a life that is empty, we are called to live a life that is full, full of gospel goodness, full of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the different segments of the fruit taking their place in their lives. May God grow the fruit within us. As we reflect on this list, the famous list in verses 22 and 23, again, allow God the Holy Spirit to challenge you and not only challenge you, but to strengthen you that that segment of the fruit might be shown forth in your life. Lord, we very simply pray today that we would just leave the old behind and be full of the fruit of the Holy Spirit Help us to be people of love and joy and peace, of forbearance or patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Lord, if we're struggling with any of these things, as surely we will do, come to us by the Holy Spirit. Forgive us, apply the gospel to our lives, the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin and strengthen us, O Lord, in heart and mind and hand to live in this new, fresh and free way to your praise and glory. Purify our hearts, purify our lives that we might live winsome, attractive, holy lives for you in the power of the Spirit, to the glory and praise of your Son, the Lord Jesus. Amen.